Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Our senior news reporter has been compiling weekly frontline diaries and today's focuses on the work of Feed Cork. Now, before we hear it, uh, Fiona Corcoran uh, joins me. Uh, Good morning to Fiona. Good morning, Patricia. How are you? Very well, and and you're welcome to the programme. Now, feeding the homeless and feeding those in need, that didn't just disappear, did it, because of COVID-19? No, and in fact, it's actually increased. Um, I was in with Feed Cork during the week, and um, before this pandemic, they had been delivering up to 200 uh, food hampers every week. Um, And now that number has gone up to 300. And I suppose it's a sign of the times in that, you know, with people who are out of work now and who may be relying on the government um, subsidy scheme that they now are able to maybe just barely afford to pay the mortgages that um, they were paying beforehand and they don't have any money now for food. So people who weren't using the service beforehand are now contacting them looking for help. And, um, you know, it's uh, I was in there, Patricia, and it's... um, it's remarkable to see the work that the volunteers are doing and, you know, they're putting their own health at risk every day to come in and and pack up these hampers every day and deliver. They're, they're now delivering like before the, the centre that they have on Lower Oliver Plunkett Street was opened once a week for the public. We've lost uh, Fiona there. Her uh, That link has, has gone down. We'll see if we can get uh, Fiona back before we play out uh, the piece. Um, because Feed Cork, they're just a remarkable organisation. And I, I'm listening to Fiona. There are people who never needed the help of Feed Cork are suddenly having to go and uh, turn around and say you know I'm every penny that's coming into the house even if it is the 350 euro the COVID-19 uh, payment every bit of it has been used to pay rent and to pay mortgage because people do everything that they possibly can uh, to put a roof uh, over their uh, their heads and we know and we've seen that time and time again in the past the only way that you save the only way some families can save is by uh, they they scrimp and scrape on food and if you've got children you can't you don't want to let children uh, go uh, hungry okay uh, is Fiona back with us is she back on the line are you back with us Fiona no she's not there she's back on the phone line okay Fiona's back with us. are you there Fiona sorry yeah. we're having some yeah we're having some tech problems uh, this morning uh, and social distancing does social distancing make their work even harder and more challenging it does and when this 
pandemic broke out and they had to close the doors, they were only allowed to let a certain number of volunteers in and they were the ones who were coming in every day. They're referred in there as, as the they're referred to as the dream team because they were coming in every day to, to put to pack up all of these hampers and you know, normally you would have had um, people who would have been delivering food uh, to the centre and they would have been allowed to come in and they might have helped out on occasions as well, but all of that had to stop. Now, this week, they have been able to open the doors slightly more to more volunteers coming in and obviously I went in um, the other day as well, but there's still, um, you know, it, it, they are very limited as to the amount of people who can come in um, and also because of social distancing, when they reopen, and they're not sure uh, what way it's going to operate. Um, they they have a cafe in there as well, Patricia. And, you know, every Wednesday when people go in to collect their parcels, they can go in and sit down and have a cup of coffee. And it's a social outing for people as well. Um, so they were saying that um, because of everything that goes on in there, they may have to open it up five days a week and just let a small number of people in every day. And they've had to, um, they have like, a set of offices that are just off the main space and they've had to close them up as offices and rip out walls and they're renovating the whole area now to allow extra space for social distancing and for for storage. So there's a lot of work going on there at the minute to try and help them reopen later on in the year. Um, They've also, they're all wearing face masks and face shields and they've had to wear and and gloves and, you know, that's a key part of of what they wear every day going into work now. Um, and because they're they're delivering, obviously volunteers are are um, out of the centre and they're trying to uh, deliver. I think they have about twelve or thirteen routes um, that they they operate now. So they were saying that um, the, the drive through that they have on a Thursday, they'd like to maybe extend that a little bit, and people who have cars come in just to free up some of the volunteers um, from from doing deliveries, and that they can come in and. Mm-hmm. and and, and do these parcels. And remember, these are, you know, they're all volunteers. Nobody's getting paid to do any of this work. Yeah, that's right. Um, you know, um, and we often hear of, when we hear of frontline workers, we automatically think of those who are working in healthcare facilities, like hospitals and nursing homes. But there are thousands of volunteers, not just in Free Corp, but in organisations all over the city and county who are helping out every day and putting their... their themselves at risk um, and they're not getting paid for it and yeah. I did ask uh, the coordinator in there the volunteer coordinator Sharon Mullins about that she said you know to, to do that kind of voluntary work it's something that's in you it's something that you really want to do and they're coming in every day and, and they're just getting stuck in and fantastic you know, they're, they're and, and how I, I mean all charities are financially crippled because all fundraising mm-hmm. events have, have all ceased I mean how how's Feed Cork getting on from a funding point of view? So they have donations of food um, by Food Cloud. Food Cloud sends them the bulk of their, the stuff that they're giving out, but they're also getting uh, donate food donations from um, local cafes and restaurants that are still operating. Now, obviously, that has gone down a good bit as well because we don't have the same number of uh, outlets. But um, there are some people who are still donating stuff and. There's a catering company in Cork that are delivering meals to them as well. So along with the weekly food hamper, they're also able to give out a, a hot meal like a chicken curry or a lasagna or something every week as well. Um, and they uh, they were saying to me that they've obviously had to purchase a lot of 
PPE um, and they will have to purchase all the PPE and the hand sanitizers and stuff like that as well. So that's going to be an expense on them as well, quite a significant expense. Um, so they're just relying on, on support from the public and Oh, it'd be great. It'd be out. great if someone could come up and donate the PPE gear uh, to I them, know, so that yeah. they could keep their money for what they fundraise it for to, to feed Cork. Okay, listen, uh, we're going to play out your diary uh, today. Thank you for that, Fiona. Have a good week. Thank you. And uh, we'll talk. Don't yeah. worry. Don't <laughs> worry. <laughs> I know, she's child. You're, ch- you're feeding. A, I'm told you're feeding a child at the same time. <laughs> Do you know something? You're a complete pro, Fiona Cork, and a complete pro. <laughs> Stay safe. We'll talk next week. <laughs> bye bye. That is bye bye, Fiona Cork along with the child our senior news reporter and here is uh, Fiona's Frontline Diary The doors at Feed Cork on Lower Oliver Plunkett Street are now closed to the public The warmth and friendliness remains but the atmosphere now is very different The buzz is still here we still have the, the banter and the warmth and all of that but it is totally different you know you don't get to see uh, the people every week that you normally get to see. That's Director Hamp Sermons who explains how the service is now operating. We do deliveries on Tuesday and Wednesdays. We have a number that people can call uh, if they want a basket. We also have a Thursday drive through where people can come up by appointment to the front door. They don't even get out of their car. They pull up, they pop the boot, we put the food in for them and then they head away. So That's been working really well. The number of food hampers being given out every week has risen from 200 before the pandemic to 300 and growing. A core group of volunteers are responsible for packing, loading and delivering those hampers, affectionately known here as the Dream Team. One of them is Liam Fitzgerald. It's awkward, but at least we're getting to the people that need it. And that's the important thing, to be honest. Especially now it's, it's, it's getting bigger by the week. You know, it's going up maybe 10, 20% by week. But, you know, if that's what needs to be done, we're going to make sure that we can try to do our best, you know, to help them out. And coordinating all the volunteers is Sharon Mullins. So this is the first week that we've introduced more volunteers back in. Again, trying to adhere to all the social distancing and all the HSE regulations. And uh, it is, it's a challenge, like, and I, that's the same for everybody, you know, but like, this is the way we're going to be living our lives, I think, going forward, so. I asked Sharon what drives a volunteer to put their own health at risk when they're not getting paid. I suppose if it's in, yeah, you know what I mean, if you want to give back, you just give back. And I think really once, once we make sure that we have everything provided for them, they have a sense of confidence when they're coming in then because they have everything that they should have. Liam, who started volunteering with Feed Cork 16 months ago, explains what he loves about the place and what gets them through each day. Just a bit of banter between ourselves, you know, it's like anywhere else, you know, the slagging starts when you come in and it finishes when you go home and then we have a WhatsApp group and they're at it again at that, you know, so it's it's really great. You know. Feed Cork are supported by Food Cloud and local vendors who continue to donate food throughout the current crisis. So people are really pulling together and that's the one thing you do see this time, people are really pulling together. And when does HAMP think they'll get back to normal? It'll be a slower process going back, uh, but we will have people back in again. Uh, you know, probably by the end of the year anyway, on a more, we might have to do a five-day thing instead of a one- or two-day thing that we were doing before so we can spread it out and people can come in and enjoy the cafe because that's a big part of what we do. We're more than a food bank that way. Uh, So, yeah, I don't know when it's going to happen, hopefully sooner rather than later, but we'll be ready for, for that.
Okay, and thanks to uh, our Fiona Corcoran there with her frontline diary. And can we thank all of the volunteers involved with uh, Feed Cork? They are just an amazing bunch of uh, people. And uh, unfortunately, their work is going to continue for many, many dare I say months and years to come. So any support that you can give to Feed Cork, uh, please uh, do. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.